Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Put up some pretty solid numbers, and uh, and now we've got the mid four hundred. I mean, you guys, uh, you guys must just not like sleep, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we can sleep when we're dead, but um, <laughs> yeah, we've had a busy schedule um, all the way back to X two and K three. You know, it seems like a blur since since July, really. But um, you know, that's that's the way we like it. I get bored if, if we're sitting around twiddling our thumbs with. You know all what we love doing that we're all the stuff we're passionate about. So you know what they say: no rest for the wicked. Well, we got to talk some mid four hundred because uh, you guys got involved with this uh, event a few years back, and and since then, I mean, it, it literally has ramped up. Uh, it, it's been crazy. I mean, uh, I know last year I, I had trouble getting into the event. Uh, I was able to sneak in with uh, with some cancellations. Um, I mean, this race, I mean, it, it has become the event. To, you know, if you're an off road driver or if you're a fan, that you got to get to, or if you're you know a, a you know company in the industry. I mean, uh, it's wild. And you look at the entry list. I mean, this is the who who of desert racing i mean right here i mean and, and we've got some celebrities thrown in the mix i mean it, it's it's crazy yeah no it's it's growing every year and you know it's, it's just such a rad race to be a part of you know we we feel like we're really lucky to be the the shepherds of it now you know the the history is just magnificent it's not just a part of off-road racing it's a part of american culture so you know every year we pour more and more into it and this year is no exception i mean we we've already sold the race out we have about uh 350 teams and another 100 on the waiting list uh, we're almost sold through of every spectating area so don't wait to get your parking passes um and uh you know prizes have just gone richter like we've uh, spent the last couple of years working with best of the desert organizing their contingency prizes and uh just for this race alone, we're at three quarters of a million dollars in prizes for um, for racers and fans. So, you know, it continues to grow and and have more reach, and um, you know, it's it's really exciting. We we have uh, again four hours of television coverage time and two on NBC Sports. So, you know, and, and now we've uh, we've introduced some new stuff, including new live tracking. So, back. Uh, the race from anywhere in the world on your phone or on your laptop via our new new uh, tracking system. So that's really exciting. So, yeah, we just, you know, we want to continue to build it and make it bigger and better every year. Well, in talking about the live tracking, I know I got uh, a press release from you guys, I believe it was over the weekend, and, uh, you know, a lot of people are wondering, you know, what's the big deal here? And, we, you know, off-roads have traffic, tracking for years. Well, we all kind of know that uh, – it has and it hasn't. I mean, uh, you know, it has when it worked, but it hasn't when it doesn't work. And it seems like it doesn't work more often than it does. Uh, so that being said, I mean, tell us a little bit about this tracking service, because I, I know they do some global type events. I mean, this is rock solid, you know, high end traffic or tracking. Yeah, I mean, look, we we look at everybody constantly. I mean, we're this is a 24 seven, you know, thing for us. I mean, we're always thinking about how do we improve the race from many different aspects, and we've been looking at a lot of different tracking companies and trying to 
you know, assess which one would be the best. And we found these guys. Um, they they did the tracking for King of the Hammers, which was very successful. And so we talked about it and said, hey, you know, King of the Hammers is the, probably the next coolest race from the Mint and uh, uh, has a few less cars and they don't go quite as fast as our boys, but it, it's a really cool event. And we figured if they could uh, – you know, do that, and they could handle the mint, and they stepped up. So this will be the first year uh, that they're going to be tracking with us, and, you know, we expect this to be a long-term relationship. So, you know, we're really excited about it. But really, it's just the ability to follow the race, you know. It's really difficult to track these vehicles because we're going into areas that don't have cell coverage, and they go into blackout areas. So, you know, it's just, it's just a difficult uh, thing to do technically, and you know, if, if you remember, I mean, it wasn't maybe even ten years ago. The only way we had to communicate was just short, short wave radio. Um, so technology continues to evolve and to give us, um, you know, more advantages, and you know, also allow spectators to watch and see what's going on, and you know, participate in the race coverage. Yeah, you know, and, and it, as a kid growing up, I mean. You know, I remember my dad racing in Baja or even, you know, the Mint 400 uh, back when I was a kid. And sometimes I'd have school and wouldn't be able to go to the races. And, uh, uh, you, know, the, you know, we knew when the race started. And uh, we were, you know, we were lucky if we got a call from some gas station somewhere at the end of the race, you know, dad phoning in to say, hey, I, I just finished the race in third place or, or whatever it was. But, you know, there was about, you know, there was dead time during the race. You had no idea what was going on because that was just, how off-road was. I mean, I think it's been tremendous, the change and the access to information that, that we have now. And, you know, obviously you guys in RaceDesert.com and UTV Underground have done a tremendous job of, of elevating that. Yeah, I mean, thanks. I mean, look, the thing for us is we want to share this. You know, this is our passion, so we want to share it with the world. So however we can do that, you know, we want to do that. You know, so, um, you know, whether it's social media or whether it's tracking, you know, what have you, like, that's all we're, you know, we're about. But I, I will say that, like, I also love, you know, the mystery of not knowing who's where and so on and so forth, like a lot of the old Baja races. You know, that was always a cool part of it is you really never knew who won until the the finish of the race. and. That's still true of what we're doing. We just have a lot more data now, so, you know, we could do a little bit of math and figure out who's in the lead and, you know, not not just on uh, uh, physical, uh, but on time. I mean, that's, you know, the thing people forget about this race is, although it's unlikely to come from the back and cut through all the traffic, uh, it is possible. Yeah, you know, and we've seen that before in, in races where, you know, guys are forgot about back there, start 30 minutes behind and sneak in and, uh, you know, and make up that time and, uh, you know, and don't physically finish in front but uh, end up uh, walking away with a victory. Yeah, there was a year that uh, Larry Raglan won and he started like 50th and he just cut, cut through everybody and outdrove everybody and lo and behold, at the finish line, they looked at all the times and they're like, hey, this guy who started in 50th just smoked everybody. So yeah. it is possible. It's just now the level of competition and the equipment that we're racing, you know, there's it's it's just gnarly. It's just a much more difficult race to win. Yeah, well, and, you know, and you hear, you know, we've got qualifying and everything else now that's become an event in itself. But my dad was just telling me last week, about one of the, the mid-400s he raced, and he says, hey, we have like 450 entries, right? He's like, they put everybody into a random draw, and he's like, not by class, but by the entire field. 
He's like, I'm running class eight, which was back in the day was class eight, class one. Those were your two premier classes, you know? And uh, dad says, he's like, we had 450 entries. Here I am in a class eight. He's like, I drew 377th. He's like, I was the 377th car off the line. He's like, I had class nines, class 11s. He's like, you want to talk about a dusty nightmare of a race trying to come from the back? He's like, I could see nothing. And he's like, but he's like, that's the mint. You never know what it's going to throw at you. Yeah, no, I mean, look, that's that's the beauty of our style of racing is that, you know, you, you're going to war against the elements. You're going to war against the field. You're going to war against yourself, your preparation. You know, it, it's it's just nuts. The, the variables are nuts. You know, it's... I always compare it to MMA, you know, where if you you watch the UFC this weekend, we had two upsets that nobody really expected, but that's what makes it exciting is it's not predictable. Yeah, well, that being said, I got to say, I mean, I've been a Misha Tate fan since day one in Strikeforce when she made her debut, and, you know, she's scrappy, and it's just like you make that desert racing analogy. You know, she's a scrappy one, and, you know, everybody has their day, you know, and it looked like Holm had her down, and, uh, you know, she scrapped by, and, you know, last minute made it happen. We see that often in desert racing. You know, the guy that uh, people forget about make things happen in the end. Yeah, I mean, that's a great analogy. I mean, she was, on every count, she was losing that fight until she, she choked out home, and that's exactly what desert racing's like. It's like, you know, the guy, like that guy who just won San Felipe, never heard of him, don't know who he is, but everybody else overdrove, broke, had equipment problems, and this guy skates in, and he ends up winning. So that's, again, the beauty of, of off-road racing. All right. We've got to take a short commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be back with Matt Martelli talking some more Mint 400.
got to say, uh, you know, not a change this year, but a couple years back, Red Bull Signature Series got involved. Uh, obviously, we saw Travis Pastrana run that year, um, you know, and obviously Bryce has been a fixture in this, uh, as well as, uh, you know, some of the other guys. I know Sal Masakela's run it a few times, but uh, I was just in some meetings in Vegas last week with uh, Red Bull Las Vegas. They were amped. Uh, Red Bull Signature Series back on the grid again for this year. Yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's actually, we've yet to even announce it publicly, but we're back in the Red Bull Signature Series. We have a two-hour slot on NBC, actually, the night before Christmas on December 24th. So uh, NBC talked to us, and, and they basically explained to us that that's one of the biggest time slots in the winter. So um, that's when we're doing it. So the NBC Sports Show will play before that, I believe, in June. You know, And then uh, the Signature Series will be in December. So we're really stoked on that. That brings us into you know 140 million homes. Uh, with NBC and then another 80 million in NBC Sports, so you know by far the biggest coverage in off-road. So we're we're really excited about it. It's been tremendous. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, no matter where I go, you know, in the country and and hosting different uh, types of motorsport and things like that. I mean, you know, the Mint 400. You, what do you you know? They all know I race a, a trophy truck. You know, and the first thing that pops in their mind now it used to be, hey, that's kind of the Baja 1000, right? You guys race down in Baja, or hey, that's like what Ivan Stewart does, right? Now it's, oh, yeah, that's like the Mint 400. You know, and I think the Mint 400 has become that term to describe off-road, which is great. Yeah, I mean, but the, ultimately that's our goal. I mean, we live through it with action sports with X Games, and that's that's what we're out to build is we want to give the whole um, we want to give the whole world a reference to desert off-road racing and show them how awesome it is. So, you know, that, that's our goal with the Mint. That's what we're, you know, out to achieve. And, you know, it's been going the right direction. We're, we're excited about it. But, man, we're, we're just scratching the surface, you know. Um, I look at what the UFC has achieved within, you know, only 15 years, and you realize that MMA is only a few billion dollars big, and, you know, off-road, off-road's impact globally is hundreds of billions of dollars. It's Hell, it's 33 million, I'm sorry, 33 billion alone, I think, with cheap. So we are already have a bigger reach and a bigger impact. We just have to connect the dots. Well, and you talk about that. I mean, anybody that's been to SEMA, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, to me, used to be, I mean, I went to SEMA 10, 15 years ago, and off-road, there was, you know, kind of shoved in a corner. Uh, you know, and now you go and off-road, I mean, you know, front and center, out front, but every single hall, even, you know, the hot rod and the performance halls, you know, even the auto manufacturers, everything, it seems like it's become this mammoth off-road show with uh, a lot of other stuff thrown in. It's crazy how off-road has just taken over the auto industry. Yeah, I mean, this year at SEMA especially, it was it was interesting to see the evolution of off-road and, and taking into different markets. And that, in fact, brings me to one of our new partners, which is Lifted and, and Leveled. Um, they're a truck magazine launched by Dub Publishing. So even the, the, the big the shot callers at Dub, you know, realize that, you know, there's something to this off-road market. And, you know, Americans drive trucks. We have cars, too, but we're a truck nation. And, you know, we race trucks, and trucks are meant to be raced off-road. Pavement trucks... You know, that's that just seems wrong to me, you know. So I think these are all things going in our favor for the growth of, of off-road and the growth of our culture and sport. So, you know, we're really excited to be, you know, at the forefront of it, trying to lead people into the future um, with the Mint and everything else that we're doing. So it's it's awesome. This year, too, at the Mint, we, we started a new program with, with uh, Rigid called the Rigid Roundup, which is essentially a truck show, a street car, street trucks. Um, 
so anybody can enter in it, and uh, we already have, I think, 60 vehicles entered. So it's going to be really cool, and we plan on growing that into hundreds, if not thousands, of vehicles because we want to connect what we're doing in off-road racing back to the vehicles that people drive on the streets. That's ultimately, you know, one of our goals is to show that, you know, billions of dollars, not millions, but billions of dollars in tires and aftermarket products are being sold because of what we're doing. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because, uh, you know, off-road, off-road culture, and I say, let's say southwestern U.S. off-road culture, how it's expanded, you know, nationally and internationally. I mean, I, I travel uh, all over the country much as you do, and I uh, used to be, you know, when I was a kid in high school, I had, you know, a ranger with the fiberglass fenders and stuff like that, and, you know, in Arizona, Nevada, SoCal, people knew what it was, you know, it was pre-runner, right? You know, but if you were to have that truck in, say, Michigan, everybody look at you and go, like, oh, what the heck is that? Now now you travel to Michigan. I was up there for Snowdrift Rally, and uh, there's trucks all over the place with pre-runner bumpers and fiberglass fenders. And, I mean, our, our culture is spread from the southwest now. You know, even internationally, I see stuff posted up from Dubai and places like that. You know, these guys have the same trucks that, uh, you know, that look the same way that, uh, you know, we do here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, it. It, you know, I keep telling people about the trip that we had two years ago to, to to Dubai, and those guys were more excited about their pre-runner than they were their Ferraris or their you know, Lamborghinis, and that was really refreshing. But it also, you know, made me realize how valuable our culture is. I mean, what we're doing is cool, and the whole world recognizes that, so we just have to remember that and connect the dots. Yeah. For sure. Well, that being said, uh, you know, anybody that wants to come out to Vegas, obviously I know uh, tickets, uh, you know, parking passes are getting uh, few and far between. But that being said, there's still festivities uh, like crazy. I mean, starting off Wednesday, I mean, give us a lowdown of how the, how the week flows for the Mint 400. Well, the, the week's packed full of fun stuff and, you know, racing and parties, and that's what the Mint's about. So, you know, our week starts with Wednesday with a vehicle parade. Um, we start staging around noon, and that that parade should start around 1 o'clock and take a couple hours to go down Las Vegas Boulevard and end right in front of Atomic uh, down in Fremont. And we go right from there to having some drinks and partying at Atomic, which is our party headquarters. Um, the actual Mint 400 beer that was custom made for us by Oscar Blues and the Mint 400 whiskey that was made for us by uh, uh, Sin City Whiskey will also be available there to, to buy as drinks and to take home as souvenirs. Uh, so that's one of the cool things about Vegas is the liquor laws are are a little bit looser than every place else, so you're allowed to do stuff like that. And then Thursday is qualifying, and uh, after qualifying, we have we have the Rugged Radios meet and greet, and then the Pit Crew Challenge, Miss Mint, uh, the Rigid Industries Truck Roundup. So it's just you know that whole day and that evening is packed. And then once that's over, probably about 10 o'clock, we walk across the street, and have some drinks at Atomic. Um, that's Thursday, and then Friday is contingency all day. Uh, we have a party Friday night as well, and then race day Saturday and party Saturday night. So there's no lack of partying. So you you know be ready to have a good time. Definitely uh, something for everyone out at uh, out at the Mint 400. I mean, uh, I'm excited to get out there, man. It's every year. Uh, you know, I, I know even my dad. You know, he's been to probably I don't know probably well into the few hundred off-road races in his life and in his career and. Every year, the one he wants to go back to is the Mint 400, you know. Not only does he gets to see some great racing, but he gets to rub elbows with guys like, uh, you know, Ivan Stewart and Walker Evans and guys that uh, don't come out to a lot of races, but, uh, you know, they want to come out to the Mint. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, this is the one race that everybody's got to do, whether you're a spectator, a casual fan, a racer, it really doesn't matter. But this is the, you know, this is our, you know, for lack of a better term, Daytona 500. Um, you know, and it's it's the biggest field in, the, in you know, in the entire year. I mean, you win this thing, and you could tell everybody that you've beaten the best field, uh, you know, in the toughest race course in the world. Yeah, over 50 trick trucks. I mean, UTVs, I haven't looked at the numbers, but insane amounts of UTVs. I mean, it's, uh, and that, that's just two classes. I mean, every single class, stack fields. Let's talk about the UTVs for a second, because that, that class has just exploded, and I think we're at 68 was the last count, so it's a new record yeah. for desert racing. You know, we, of course, had over 200 at the UTV World Championship, but that's combined between short course and desert. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, you, you know, UTVs are such an accessible way to come and and learn how to off-road race and just get into it in a manageable way. It just It's opening up a whole new area that we've never had before, so we're really excited about it. We've put a lot of effort behind you know, uh, supporting UTVs, and obviously Polaris Razor is a huge sponsor of ours. They do a ton with us, and in fact, this year they stepped up. They're giving away two brand-new Polaris XP Razor turbos to the winners of the overall, so the the driver and the co-driver get a new Razor. I mean, that's sixty grand worth of value right there. Yeah. When was the last time you saw that happen? Yeah, exactly. That right there is a, a reason enough to enter, you know, and uh, I know Polaris behind the scenes. I mean, obviously, they're heavily involved in this show. Uh, you worked on a ton of projects. I mean, they're they definitely helping uh, drive this industry at this point, and they, we're lucky to have, you know, partners like them that want to give back to the off-road community and help grow things. Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's people. What, what people need to understand is that, you know, when we get a company, whether it's Polaris or somebody else, and they're willing to spend millions of dollars in off-road and supporting the culture, that's a blessing. You know, I mean, we, we should take that as a, you know, as a blessing and, and really utilize it. And it's not just UTVs. The money that they're putting into this sport is helping everybody. It's helping the culture. You know, we, we've got them to do things like, you know, donate to the Off-Road Motorsports Hall of Fame, donate to um, keeping lands open and glamorous, like all, all, everything off-road related to, they pretty much say yes to every time we go to them and say, you know, ask them for help or ask them for a contribution. So they've been a fantastic partner. So, you know, if you, if you ask me what can you do to support off-road racing, go buy a Polaris Razor. Tell them that you're doing it because you love the Mint 400 and you know, love off-road racing. Go buy BF Goodrich tires because they're also – you know, a new sponsor and a huge supporter of off-road racing, and they have been for 50 years. So, um, you know, support the brands that support off-road. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a good note to leave this on, but I appreciate you uh, taking the time, Matt, to, uh, to call in, and uh, we will definitely chat soon. Yeah.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.